I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. G'day folks and welcome to Australian UFO Sightings official podcast. I'm your host Anthony Goodall and you're listening to Encounters Down Under. Here we invite guests on the show to tell us about their encounters with aliens and UFOs, where most of our episodes were streamed live from our Facebook page, which gave listeners the opportunity to ask questions to our guests regarding their encounter. If you have had an encounter and would like to be a guest on the show, please get in touch with us. You can send us a message through our Facebook page, Encounters Down Under, or send us an email at sightings at outlook.com.au. Be sure to join us on Facebook and share with your friends and family to help us grow, and hopefully encourage others to come forward with their encounter. If you're an iTunes listener and a fan of the show, why not give us that five-star rating and review, and you could have your review featured on the podcast. But enough of that, let's get into what you've been waiting for. So kick back, relax with your favourite beverage, and enjoy the show. G'day folks and welcome to another episode of Encounters Down Under. Steve joins us on this episode where he has seen a strange light through the trees just outside his workplace at a coal mine in Middlemount, Central Queensland. He also goes on to describe other spectacular sightings he encountered with help through CE5 contact. So please welcome to the episode, Steve. Steve, welcome to the show. G'day, thanks for having me. Mate, absolutely wonderful having you on, mate. It's um, absolutely brilliant. It's uh, always great to have some people there with some crazy, you know, interesting experiences there that sort of life-changing moments you know it's absolutely fantastic so mate again thanks for coming on but basically let you go and take over and um tell everyone about your experiences yeah no worries well i um i guess my experiences go back a a few years to where it all actually started was in middlemount in queensland um it was i can all i can still remember the date so it was 18th of july uh 2014 and the occurrence happened at 5.54 a.m. So basically, um, I was working at a mine site out there, uh, Lake Lindsay Mine, and yeah, I was pulling into the car park. It was um, running late for a pre-start meeting, and it just happened to be that uh, basically, yeah, getting out of the car that something caught my eye to my left side, which was 
yeah, well, I almost think now when I look back, it was, I feel like I was drawn to look that way, to be honest. So that, I feel that's why I did look that way. It just didn't make sense to me to look that direction, um, being that the workshop and basically where I was meeting was to my right side and sort of heading off that way. So, yeah, I, basically I, I was basically struck by a, um, what I would call now in this day and age, I guess, a glowing orb of sorts. Uh, some people might describe it as a fireball. I, I've heard all the analogies now of what it could be, and a lot of them sort of, yeah, they sort of cross paths with what I, I feel I've seen. Um, I do know that certain things happened emotionally as well that made me yeah, it made me sort of realise that it wasn't normal. So but these things sort of, yeah, they, they seem to happen over a, a few minutes after after the event sort of uh, stopped. But uh, I guess the the uh, glowing, this this glowing ball or whatever you want to call this thing, this orb, this this light, you know, it's um it was white in colour. It wasn't the I guess the fiery yellow that you hear people describe things. It was a, a, a very white light. Um, it was very big. And I just remember the first, you know, the first thing I thought was, geez, that's a really bright landing light. But basically where we're, where we're at is that there, there isn't any, um, there isn't any airport or anything like that in that immediate area, and this was wouldn't have been too far away. This would have been between, I feel, between the roadway and where this car park, which which is possibly as the crow flies, you know, maybe five to ten k, maybe a bit longer. But I, I know the trip in is definitely a lot longer on the way in. But um, yeah, so I guess that that was the the first occasion of something that happened, but. I guess when when I saw this 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 light, it was um, I, I still I still feel strange sort of saying it because like I felt like it was um, it was there for me, and that they if they or or some presence wanted me to know it was there. That's that that's how I feel. Um, what actually happened there on that occasion. I, I know I felt this extreme euphoria, this extreme, uh, I, I feel like a, uh, a, not an approval, but a confirmation. Uh, it was, yeah, it, it was uh, all of these things sort of happened in the, you know, in the, in the space of a few minutes, but it was um, the way that the, I guess, you know, when I remember how this thing came across, what what made this light unusual was the way that it was travelling sideways, and it wasn't really that far across. Like there was a lot of trees, like a lot of gum trees and stuff along that area, looking back out from that mine site out towards the road, and it it was somewhere in that bushland, just above the tree level, and it. It wasn't going up and down or zigzagging or anything like that. It was actually just travelling so slowly sideways. But it was just extremely large for anything that 
should have been moving like that, that close to me. I should have been able to hear something as well that was silent, that was that old cliche, there was no noise. And, um, yeah, I guess the best bit of that, this whole part, and I know it's long-winded to get here, guys, I'm sorry, but no, it was quite an experience. But the, I, I guess it was like um, picture a bubble, picture a bubble, um, and a combination of a bubble slash heat wave is, is how this thing looked. The light eventually left so the light left but it didn't just dart off or go anywhere it sort of imploded but what didn't implode was this shimmer around it and you know you could sit there and think oh no it's just my eyes adjusting or I've, I've been through all of these thoughts i know it wasn't because i could still see it clearly but it was like it had basically become transparent but i could still see it moving um yeah so i guess it was only probably two to three seconds of that and it and it then disappeared as it was still moving sideways to the left yeah so i i, I guess that that actually bewildered me like I, I yeah i was quite taken for a while um and particularly the, uh, being that I, I guess I'd had a friend from another mind site that, you know, he was the crazy guy that everyone said was the crazy UFO guy. <laughs> so uh, I went and contacted him, you know, and I still had his, his uh, details. He's a great guy, lovely fellow. And I'm probably crazier than he is, to be honest. But the, the truth be known, that yeah, I, I shot him a message and basically, yeah, tried to explain what I'd seen in this text, you know, and um, and the the message that he shot me back was, did you feel something in your heart? And it was like, I knew from that point, I, I was like, well, I'm convinced this guy's seen something as well. He's not full of it because I know exactly what he means it's this whole i guess that's what he means you know what i mean when i said this this confirmation all of these emotions uh, that was sort of it was all in here it was like um this yeah this just extreme extreme happiness shock and all of these other things all at once you know um but i guess yeah so that was the first thing and you know i, I sort of yeah, as we do, you start questioning things and looking. And I'd already been, I'm an electrician, so I'd already been looking for, you know, alternative power solutions and all of these things. And all of a sudden, all of this stuff's crossing platforms, you know, and um, and I'm, you know, delving into Tesla and all of these things. And, uh, yeah, so uh, I guess, you know, within a month, I became pretty... Um, yeah, informed whether it was right, <laughs> not all of it would have been correct, I'm sure, but um, or probably true to the point. But yeah, that you know, it was yeah, a, a month later, uh, and yeah, to to the day actually. So yeah, I, I happened to be still at the mine site, I used to do a, a seven on seven off shift 
out there at the time. And, um, yeah, I was on my last day to go back home. So, yeah, I'd done my seven-day seven roster and I was finishing up on the, on the day shift, which sort of finishes around the 6 p.m., you know, and by the time I was leaving Middlemount to drive back home, it was probably, you know, 7, 7.30, something along those lines. It's starting to get dark. Well, anyway, there's a road on the on the way out of Middle Mountain. You drive probably 10 minutes maybe, and then it tees off onto another road, and that road heads back in to take in towards Mackay. And I was only, I reckon, five, maybe five minutes along. It's sort of hard for me to really tell. I know where the mountain range is I'm talking about, but from the corner of the road, don't really remember, but... Put it this way anyway, there's a mountain range off to the right and I happened to see this light again while I'm driving on the on the mountain range. But it was sort of, I guess, this side of the mountain. What wasn't on the peak or above the peak, it was below the level of the top of the mountain. And as it's getting darker, this thing's getting brighter and brighter and brighter. But it it travelled with me for, oh, like, I really lost track of the time. I reckon 20 to 30 minutes, you know. Um, Tried to film this thing. Just gave up because I couldn't see a a thing through the lens, you know. And, yeah, so I just kept driving. But just knowing that it was the same thing. You know what I mean? I, I just knew it was the same thing. I felt the same. So it was, um, I guess, quite interesting. And uh, there was a a turn off that we get to at the, the down that, yeah, th- this is all sort of out in the middle of nowhere, you know. And anyway, there's a turn off that takes you back in towards Copper Bella and stuff. Anyway, coming past that turn off and it was like, yeah, Basically, this thing had come, kept coming, and came across, came across the car, sort of in the bushland, with, which was strange. Like it was, um, it left me wondering if it really happened or not. That's the interesting part that I still wonder. Like I was like, that was very weird. Did I just, am I imagining stuff now? Because that was just like. Uh, yeah, so that that was um, just you know just two things that happened within a, in a month of each other that just left me sort of going well. That's really left me <laughs> reconsidering a lot of things and uh, and 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 basically, I, I guess dropping the dropping the fear factor a, a lot from that sort of thing out of, you know, out of basically when people say UFOs or aliens, it used to come to me with the even, you know, even Close Encounters of the Third Corner movies like that still had this little bit of when I was a, say, a a young, young fella, I guess, you know, that, you know, thinking back to movies like that or ET, there was this little element of fear about this alien thing, but whether it's even is that you know or whether you can call these things alien it's um it's it's left me thinking a lot more a lot more about um 
it sounds ridiculous, I guess, about ending things' lives as well, even an ant, you know what I mean? Um, yeah, I just have this um, real um, dread, I guess, if I ever have to uh, feel that I'm in a position that I've, I can't avoid uh, ending something's life. Is <laughs> my, you know, a bug on it? You know, it's just ridiculous. So. Yeah, I think it's one of these things that certainly left me uh, left me looking, but finding a lot of answers, a lot of good answers, a lot of things that I feel um, do lead me on the right path, and and at the same time a disappointment at the same at the same um, realization that some of this stuff people just won't. go there because they can't go there unless they experience it physically or mentally or even at that point unless it really 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 can't be explained um and something walks up and shakes their hand then you know i find that's i find that's one of the sad things about it all but um But I guess, yeah, you know, I sort of moved on from that. I was living in Mackay for a while there. I've now moved. I'm back in New South Wales now. But, yeah, I found a lot of this stuff was going, yeah, it was going on up there. Um, and, and I don't know, I seem to see a lot. I guess it was possibly just due to the fact I was travelling further in, in um, areas that were further distance apart between, you know, between towns, whereas down here in the Hunter Valley between mine sites is, you know, it's not really that far and you don't see the things you travel at distance. But, yeah, it just seemed like I probably witnessed more and experienced more things up there, you know, like I've, yeah, I've, um, I, I guess I ended up starting to, I, I discovered the, the Dr. Greer, Steve Greer thing and, um And I got to say, I, I, I gave up, you know, went off the drink and all of that sort of thing and really followed this um, protocol for a while and found it was doing what what he says it does. So I, I think that it is relevant, it, that that stuff is um, achievable, but I, I think people um, need to... be able to uh, believe that they can <laughs> I guess it's um you feel this shame or this craziness about the thought that oh god if someone sees me you know thinking or doing this you know but uh yeah so I I looked right into that stuff and yeah even got the laser and things like that you know but um yeah I, I experienced a, a lot of uh, things just I guess, appearing where I knew it was going to be. Um, I know that sounds crazy too, but, you know, and not no big spectacles or anything at, at this point. They were just um, basically like a, you know, you'd almost suggest a satellite at some points. You, you could you could probably be argued out of the point that some of them possibly were or coincidental, but... Yeah, I definitely know that there's 
certain things that are happening and these things are it's the this pulse or this flash or whatever this thing is that seems to happen when you're thinking this thing as well that that it sounds ridiculous again, but it, it does come back to I guess this Stephen Greer methodology or or this um this whole belief in interaction and, and empathy and things like this that yeah allow these things I think to actually actually do what they're doing and and in a form it's you know you you, you sort of do feel well that that guy is talking to me or that guy is some there's something going on there's an interaction here there's um communication and, and i asked for it and you gave it to me so it's or and in a way I, I think that's the key actually is that you don't ask for it you offer i think this is what i found with this stuff um if you try to ask for it it seems like it I don't know. It just doesn't seem like it's it's the right thing to do or something. It seems like it's um, but if you offer love or something, and you know, I've got this love, and I'm going to share my love. It sounds you know, a bit corny again, but that's sort of what I was doing. You know, all these um weird mantras about love and and offering and and trying to really channel um energy but at the same time sort of yeah uh lock in i guess lock in on that uh yeah that tuning fork that frequency thing try and focus in on the yeah that the the connection or the interaction and see if it, it if you can uh get that thing to show up and say hey I, yeah i saw you or i heard you you know yeah so i, I think that's a lot of a lot of the really good stuff like that I, I haven't really seen for a while since I've been down here. Um, having said that, not I haven't really done the Steve Greer protocol for a while um, and, and am keen to get back out and give it another go. And I just need to go to these spots out west or get – I know you can do it anywhere. You can do it here, but it just seems like it's easier if you haven't got distractions of – town and <laughs> life um yeah so just trying to get those opportunities to go and yeah follow that protocol out the bush i'm, I'm really looking forward to so i'll i'll reach out to actually at anyone on the line that's sort of there that um, may be interested in doing that stuff around the newcastle central coast area in new south wales i'd be keen to you know at least have a chat about if there's a possibility we might be able to hang out sometime and maybe have a go at it, but it's, you know, more the merrier, try and get a few of us to to be involved. Yeah, absolutely. Because um, um, like the whole CE5 thing, um, that's, obviously, it's a touch and go sort of thing. Like, you know, people claim there's a, they're having these experiences there, but that some other people have a turn and they're like, they'll get nothing. And it's like, then we'll, they, they'll claim it's bogus. You know, yeah, and like I haven't really tried it myself yet. I've been, I was meant to try it there a couple of weekends ago there, but um, that was my first uh, actual UFO event there. I had a few people there gather on for a weekend there and do a bit of star stargaze and spotting something, and we did see something quite interesting and questionable. Yeah, but, cool. But um, we yeah we were meant to do the CE five thing, but forgot all about it. You know, we we're too busy chin wagging and observing the sky and all that sort yeah. of stuff, and way too much fun and forgot about. It. So <laughs> yeah. I want to try it at some point. 
and you really try it. But it, yeah, like you were saying, it, it is really based off frequencies, and you have to give off a really strong, good vibe. Make sure, like you, like you're saying, no distractions. Whereas, yeah, um, it has to be like full positive vibe, love, and all that sort of stuff. You know, because that's what apparently that's what they're based off. So you know, that's yeah, totally. Well, I agree, and I think um, you just sort of hit a point there that sort of flagged with me is that when the you know the people that aren't getting the experience or expecting experience and then they get disappointment by not getting the experience. I think there's a part of an ego in, internally that says, well, I paid this bloody money, <laughs> you know, he better be the real deal. You know yeah. what I mean? And, and, and it is true. And that's one of the, that's one of the biggest things that I've sort of seen with the, I guess the, the backlash that sort of comes towards Dr. Greer with these CE5 um, meetings that you can go and actually join him with is the, is the cost to do so. Yeah. And, and, and I agree with that to a point, to a point, but also understand that he's out there and he's really just trying to get this message and, and get these protocols across and help people learn these things unfortunately i think he's such a busy man i think sometimes he can come across as maybe abrupt or a bit a bit of an ass you know yeah but um i still think what he's doing has definitely got the right idea and the right merit and it's just i i think it, it comes down to that i think people you know if i was to say to my friend um oh look i've been doing this thing um, I've had these experiences and, and they're sort of into it and, and, and actually interested and you go, well, you like to come with me and I'll, I'll take you out and we'll, we'll go and do it. And then you spend all weekend out there and then you sort of go home and if you didn't see something, it's, it's almost like it's, um, yeah, it's almost like it's a fault of yours. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? You know, you promise, mate. You promise. Um, <laughs> yeah, so I, I sort of I think that that's sort of very interesting too. But, yeah, I, I, I've, I've got to say um, I've noticed some things down here that have been interesting that I didn't see up there that are the, the whole triangle thing, these the, the three light things, you know what I mean? So they've, they've been around. I, I don't know what the go is with those, but I didn't see any of that stuff when I was in Queensland. But I have seen, well, three occasions I can say that was, they were strange, you know what I mean? Like, yeah, so whatever these things are, with with one of them in particular at a, at a at a recent party not that long ago that actually had a friend with me and I said, look at that, check that out. And he, um, oh, I know you're into UFOs. And he wanted to talk to me about UFOs instead of looking at what I was showing him. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> and, and, and anyway, but he caught the end of it. So that was... Look, that if nothing else, it's nice when someone else sees something with you. And, and he saw what I saw, but he just... He missed the the three lights traveling along. He just saw the three lights sort of dimming out. But they had this like uh, it was like a I guess a what looked like a fog with the lights. 
it could have just been in the sky naturally but i don't think so it's a pretty clear night you know and but it looked like these things had this fog with it and that's what he got to see was the and that's what he commented about it's just okay the fog around so yeah so if you'd looked a minute ago you would have seen the three lights you know yeah so can you like look, um with the in regards to the three lights so can you describe it like if there's anything like proper detail to them at all or is it just more as a three bright lights sort of traveling in a bit of a sink in a triangular sort of formation that's about all i can say um it was yeah i'd say i'd say equilateral triangle um not you know and yeah all consist I, i'm you know i can't I, I would suggest it was one machine um wouldn't say it was three things traveling together on on all of them actually um one of them one of them appeared to be reason what the last one i was just talking about appeared to be reasonably bright but the other two seemed to be like a very dull with the three lights so like it was um yeah like really really low too really low no noise again so was this going yeah, over the top of you or were you sort of seeing in like in the distance a little bit the 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 two that i was talking about the dull were over the top okay. of my house basically um and then the one that was really bright was yeah basically uh yeah out of out over paddocks but we were looking from a yeah from a yard from a friend's house yeah, okay. so no airfields in the area there that you know, like any airports? Just... Yeah, definitely is. But the way that it's right near there, actually, um, with the with the one I was talking about near the paddocks, but this thing didn't land or go anywhere. It just... Yeah, so obviously, <laughs> like, no navigation lights or anything like that. It's just three unusual uh, lights. Yeah, it was almost like, um, oh, look, you know, if I was to say, if, if I wanted to be really sceptical, I'd say, oh, that was just someone with a, a torch with three things on it and they happened to have this really powerful torch and they were shining it into there and when it got to there, it cut out, you know. Yeah, I don't think it was that, mate. It was just no, the way right. these things went, you know. It was quite weird. Yeah, that's yeah, right. But... I was just trying to rule out uh, the possibility of a plane with landing lights, you know, because there are yeah. three lights on them and... Hundred percent. Like, I mean, and it's got it no was, navigation lights. You def can definitely. No, nah, didn't didn't have the red and greens or anything like that at all. Um, yep. just the three, three white lights. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And it was. I just wish me mate had looked <laughs> two yeah. seconds or earlier. You know, oh, you would have seen the whole thing. But anyway. uh, well, usually, in regards to the objects, like seeing, people seeing the triangular objects, they um usually it's called like the TR3B, which is it's known as. But there's also usually a red light right in the dead centre of this triangle. Mm -hmm. Did you notice any yeah. red light in the middle of them at all? No, and I've seen the ones that you're referring to, actually. Um, yeah, the TR3B stuff with this red light. No, no, I didn't at all. All I saw was these three lights. And, yeah, basically, the that's all I can sort of say, yeah. It's just yeah, that's right. <laughs> equivalent, equivalent lights and... It's yeah, it was just interesting. I probably the the more interesting ones were the ones that were like, uh, you know, if you wanted to use the technical word and go cloaking, but just what it felt like. It just felt to be so close with these three things that were so dull, but it was obviously something there. Yeah, and um, and silent, you know. 
So it's uh Could you get like a bit of a perception on the size of this these objects? Yeah, definitely. Um pretty big. Pretty big. Um the I'd say that the first one was probably the yeah, it, it's it's sort of probably the easiest to describe, I reckon. Um, I just got to try and think because I've got to place it next. I've got pine tre oh, palm trees and all sorts of stuff. I was sort of going. Um, really, I reckon it have to be. It have to be. I reckon 30, 40 feet, something like that. Oh, pretty big. Like that's what I mean. Like big. Like it yeah. was. It was. Um, would have been. Bigger than my house, you know what I mean? Like width-wise, definitely, probably, yep. Yeah, I reckon would have took up a, probably my yard and a half, almost. <laughs> wow, she's a, a good size. Yeah, she was big, and it was it wasn't real high, and um, oh, I was, yeah, and it did, yeah. I tried to get my girl to see that one, but yep. she was inside washing up, and I was out the back, and I was calling out, calling out, and. <laughs> didn't get to see it but Bugger. missed out yeah yeah but it's usually how it is though like the odds yeah. of having someone there to go and see it with you it's extremely rare but the odd, the odd chance that you do have someone there to sort of see it with it adds so much more credibility to it you know and, yeah. and it's just definitely it's, it makes it so much better as well it looks so much more satisfying and going oh yes finally someone saw it. i'm not going crazy you know <laughs> yeah oh it is and um yeah it, it's a hard thing to just sit there and and see it by yourself but i've had those moments that you you're talking about but they they were enough for me to go that now that's the real deal but it left me brother going what was that you know what i mean so i was um out at his house at the back of hunter valley at the back of denman it's called a town out there and anyway yeah we'd been on the drink all night don't worry but you know take it take with a grain of salt if you have to uh, as soon as you hear that but basically i've been talking about this stuff you know and 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 he's of the same opinion and beliefs and i'm you know i'm fully has faith in what i said as being as i <laughs> believe it to be you know yeah. so oh, i'm glad he i'm very glad he's not uh not the big skeptic that just wanted to shut everything down that we got talking about so but the thing was we got talking about um Oh, you know, the ones that you, you start to see, you feel like it's going to be there, and all of a sudden there's like this satellite thing, and then it goes boom and flashes and all this sort of stuff. I was talking about this stuff, you know. And and anyway, and that's what happened pretty much. Within, like, within the minute of us talking about it, there's one now, and it goes boom, and he goes, oh, that was like a big camera flash. So that's yeah. exactly what it's like, mate. That's exactly what happens. And it happens yeah. when you're doing this, sitting there talking about that stuff. That's when it'll do it. Yeah. Just take, you know? a, take in mind too, though, you do have what's called an iridium flare where they sort of get a perfect angle from the the yeah. uh, the solar panels there. And they do do a big flash there just so, like, not to confuse. I'm not trying to take the, the no, 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 experience no, no, there. No. Just putting a bit of a... Uh, no, I'm aware of those too. I've looked yep. into the iridium flares and, and what they do. And, yeah, I... You know, it'd be so, so coincidental. 
Um, yeah, I know. Look, there's a lot of things that are um, Surely that's that's gonna, it can't be coincidence. Like, there's so many things over, like, from people I've spoken to in the past, they're like, on. Surely that can't be coincidence. Yeah. I'm like, I oh, don't know. Like, the odd chance that it is coincidence, uh, you know, but, like, I hate that it yeah. could be coincidence. Because, like, oh, so, like, I want people to experience things. Like, that's the whole thing. Oh, 100%. But, like, and, and yeah, that's what yeah. when it comes to, like, the CE5. Like, I'm not trying to, like, discredit anyone who's doing this sort of stuff or whatever. Like, some people, like, they will confuse a satellite. They'll think, oh, yeah, it's oh, moving 100%. in the sky. And, like, they won't, like, because it's going in a straight line, there's no reason just to think it's a satellite. But until it does no. something that's absolutely amazing, like might do a little bit of a zigzag or something, that, or do a ninety degree turn, and like duck off somewhere else, then by yeah. all means, yeah, you've you've actually got something that's actually really amazing. You know, that's that defies what we know as a actual satellite. Yeah, and, yeah. and so yeah, but like I'm again, like I'm not trying to discredit anyone who have these experiences. No. Or not, but it's just it's like people need to sort of look and uh, be a bit more objective and critical on what they're actually looking at before they go and assuming that it's a ufo or alien craft of that nature and you learn that pretty quickly because um you're gonna you should put yourself through that that i guess harsh critical thinking yourself to allow yourself to know that you've covered all the bases in your own mind that you know with with retroduction, what's left? Exactly. You know what I mean. Rule so, out all possibilities first, and then if you can't think of what's it may might be that little one yeah. percent that it could be that you know it's yeah yeah that's yeah. pretty much it you know. <laughs> oh, it, look, if nothing, if you know, if nothing else, it just um, it is it is certainly really yes. Yeah, I've never had anything that sort of affected me like this in, in life. You know what I mean? Like mm. it's, I've had sport, I've had things and, and, you know, you sort of, you get something like this happen and it, it yeah, a, a lot of people don't understand yeah. <laughs> what, what, what it is that why you feel this need to even do say a conversation with yourself, you know what I mean? But I, I feel that what I want, to do is drop the barrier like it's been hard for me to i've always been willing to talk about it but always been considered or always felt like i was considered this you know yeah some dude that's either full of it or doesn't have a clue you know what i mean but what do you what do you do you sort of go well you know i've seen something so i you know i've gone and i've look down relevant paths and like I said, there's been some paths that were irrelevant or just ones that were just, uh, you need to go there to know where to not go, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> um, but because I think some, it's just time wastage or just to diverting you from really what's, what's the point is with it all. But, um, yeah, I, I think it's just it's got it's got to be one of those things that, as you know, from twenty seventeen it changed. You know what I mean? Yeah. People started to actually want to pat me on the shoulder and go, "Hey, I know this guy. He had a blah 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 too." So yeah, it's sort it sort of turned into the 
oh, like to, well, now you want to hear me story, but you still want to talk about me being a bullshit artist or yeah. something, whatever you want to call it, you know what I mean, behind me back. But um, at, at the same time, if nothing else, it, um, if nothing else, I, I would like people to be able to feel that they can at least convey what they saw with other people without feeling um, ostracised for doing so and, 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 and guilt-tripped or all of these things or crazy or anxious for doing so or in trouble for doing so, you know? Like, it, it's... This stuff sort of got to stop at some point. Like, people... Um, you know, like you were talking about the, the, the Lentich stuff and that as well, which was a, another fantastic, incredible stuff. But, like, you know, but people got in trouble for talking about it and things like that. And, you know, so that's got to stop. It, it, people, people are ready, I feel. I, I know, I reckon 2013, 2014, they weren't. I think I think the stuff that's come out in 2017 really has started to be the the catalyst for people to be able to um, go that way. And I think now we're seeing the offshoots with with a lot more people feeling comfortable to come out and say something because they've had to hide it, you know, for so long or. You know, and and as things are getting declassified more and more every year, it's we're we're ready. People are ready. It's it's ridiculous to think that these things don't exist. Or I would just like to know how many different types of these things we know about. You know, or or have we have we got some sort of um. Uh, yeah, yeah, idea of exactly what it is. I, I, I hate to think what humans will do next. I see the book, like you know, the the fifty different species of aliens, and you'll you'll see, yeah, <laughs> humans have got to categorise it. So it can't be just some universal life form. It's going to be subgenred and categorised, and we're going to have the this version and that version. When really, I think the whole point is we're all we're all it together. I think that until we can um, until we can understand that we're all it together and all, all all it together and all at once, you know what I mean. So it's um, I think there's those time boundaries that are getting crossed. I think there's <laughs> all sorts of crazy stuff going on with the with the universe that we haven't really understood and, and due to that you know, a lot of blinkers and gates have been shut for allowing people to actually experience it or really know what it is. But, uh, yeah, I think that um, the technology is getting out there and to do whatever we want to, I I think if we want to travel and and do these things and if we're doing it, it's. I think we're probably doing it still a bit artificially though, you know what I mean, like from what, I think we can do it as. I think there's, uh, yeah, I think we haven't quite got over that fact yet. I think we're still looking, thinking robots, AI, AI, rather than uh, this is from your mind as a creation and you can do anything with that. You know what I mean? I think there's 
that side of it as well, the consciousness thing. And but yeah, it's uh, I know it's definitely it's it's, de it's definitely taken me some interesting places. I've been to a couple of uh, UFO groups that yeah, just at um, oh, yeah, I won't name the places and met some really really great people and some, you know there was one of these one of these um groups I actually walked into uninvited and that was a now that was a funny experience we won't say uninvited we were we were told that we should go to that spot and and visit these people but the person didn't tell them we were coming so when they when we turned up there we basically walked into a, into a private function to be told that this is a private function. And I was able to, to talk with the lady and um, say, look, we're, we're here because we want to, <laughs> we want to be here. If we, if we can sit down and just talk with you people, we, we just want to know some stuff, you know, and learn or at least hear some sort of validation or experiences or, or give us something that helps us understand, you know? So, yeah. So it, it started with this. Um, so then we're, you know, we're, we're welcome to sit down, but the holy, holy smokes, the, what I experienced at, at that, um, at, I, I guess I'd call it a, convention or just a, a, a gathering of a ufo group that crossed a lot more boundaries than just sort of ufos and stuff and it went actually right into things like um well there was yeah there were uh, entities and photographs getting taken of entities and all of these sort of things there was a, a whole situation that went down when we turned up as well that a um one particular lady just did not like us. I did not know what was going on with this lady. But the whole time this lady was across the table from me, I just felt this penetrating feeling of her going, What are you here for? What are you here for? You know, and and it was like it was really um it, it actually had me taken back. Anyway, I spoke to the the lady that was the in there and you know some of these people have strain move on stuff and that you know that's why I don't I don't want to mention names but there was some people in there that were in the know and all of this sort of thing and, and holy smokes I said to the the um lady there that was running it that so what's what's the go with this um lady across here I just feel this this presence like she doesn't like me i don't know what it is and she said it's your friend i said what's wrong with me friend and i looked across and she said it's his shirt <laughs> and, I, and i looked across at his shirt and he had we're hunting demons on his, <laughs> on his, <laughs> on his shirt i was just like oh man like yeah okay now i get it you know yeah. it was just like yeah it was one of those moments <laughs> <laughs> and I told him after it, then he got offended. He said, well, they, should, they shouldn't be so judgmental. <laughs> um, I said, it probably wasn't the shirt that we're in when we're 
yeah. come in uninvited into someone's group, mate, you know. But um yeah, that and and I think a lot of these things, and that's why I guess that was all sort of in that group, but there was people there that were, you know, all these different um qualities or abilities, you know, like it was Yes, everyone there. There was people there that had, um, well, you know, one guy basically had a, a, a near-death experience or a death experience and came back due to the other person that was there that brought him back and all of these, you know, things like that. And it was just, oh, holy smokes, like there, there is a whole world of people with these abilities. I'm sure this lady was getting into my mind. I hate to say it, it was just this feeling. I, I know it was just like she was speaking to me. She was getting cranky at me, you know. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I think that, you know, I, if if a lot of this stuff can be done, then the UFOs is probably a, a more of a simple thing to understand as well, you know. I think that's probably a part of the issue is that once you veil something so big there's so many like i was saying before the power and the tesla and all that sort of stuff it 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 really opens the floodgates and you anything that they wanted to withhold really battles to get withheld i think from you know from the public so well i hope that in a way that's how it does pan out you know yeah absolutely because like this whole concept with regards to i don't know if you want to call them aliens or you know ets ut's whatever you like ultra terrestrials whatever these beings are going from my experience of talking to people there you know diving down in this whole wormhole rabbit hole it's some sort of spiritual connection with these sort of guys and you know people have the ability to be able to like have a bit of psychic abilities or whatnot like you know whether they have like some connection with the paranormal or you know they can connect with the uh uh, predict the future, you know, sort of stuff like that. People have yeah. these like little bit of weird abilities. Sure, they are questionable. Yeah. Um, not everyone's like going to be what they claim they are. If um, but there are these odd people that the ones probably that aren't trying to get the fame out of it. You know, these people that like, you know, you might be the odd person, like a friend of a friend or something like that, and that sort of concept. Yeah, they have these sort of empathic abilities or something like that. It's like there's a strange thing here with humans that we need to try and understand. That there's this, uh, there's some sort of yeah some sort of vibration uh, frequencies that we sort of need to try and tap into, and yep. as you were sort of mentioning before, like you know we're, we're getting very close to you know being reliant on AI, and we are being taken over by technology these days. We're very reliant on it. Like it's you can prove you can see it these days. Like you'd be walking through the shops there, there'd be at least maybe a good handful of people walking with their heads in their phones as they're walking through the shops. Um, not really like taking notice of what's around them and all whatnot, and so obviously people aren't going to be looking up around the skies. You know they're not paying attention to what's around them. They lose focus on simple things that can be identified. And next minute they freaking out, going, "Oh no, there's some weird thing over there," and I'm thinking it's a UFO or something. Well, it's probably something that's yeah. simply explained. But again, like yeah. going back to like you know what these beings are, we're losing that ability, and we've. And I, I sort of, I, me personally, I blame. Back in the days, like, you know, Roman days, all this sort of stuff, like, centuries ago, where 
democracy came into play, you know, or um, uh, what do you call it? Uh... Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, how to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, how to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Ah, oh, you know, I can't even think of it now. They were kings and basically, like, you know, they're the, they're the gods of the... What are they called? Uh, I can't even think what they're called now. <laughs> Like all, like all your different dynasties and all of that sort of stuff. That too, not, what's, the other, what's the opposite of democracy? Um, I can't even think of it. Like, like North Korea. <laughs> what, what's he? I don't want to say the word will get cut off. No, it's all right. It's <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't even think of what they're called. Like, you know, like North Korea, what's he? He's a... Um, socialism. Well, socialism, there's another word for it, but I think it's... Uh, communism. Communism, I think that's it. Yeah, communist. Yeah. You know, we're there in the main control, and they're like, whatever you try and do, they're... They, they control your life, basically. Yeah, 100%. And so I think I feel like throughout our history on that sort of aspect of things, communism and democracy are very conflicting in its own way. And it sort of drives us away from, like, you know, we, we think we have freedom, but we don't. Yeah. Um, and then yeah. obviously everything gets thrown in front of us. We have to abide by laws and rules and stuff like that. And it takes us away from our own natural abilities basically because we're in such a controlled environment and so we lost that ability to sort of be in a spiritual mind and be more focused on the world around us i agree when you look at through history there there's always been that one or two crazy people in the village who had that sort of shamanic sort of abilities they were more close to the nature and that or they might have been closest with the gods if you want to call it that but there's always there always been that sort of ability or aspect in that village where someone's had a connection with a higher power in that sense. 
yeah. whether you want to call it, you know, a religion or whatever. But even then, today's religion, when you look at Christianity or Catholic Church and all that sort of stuff, they were pretty much a communist organization in their own way because, you know, whatever they said was God's will. And yeah. if you question that, you're burnt or slaughtered or whatever, you know, you're put to death just questioning it. Um, whereas obviously today now we're sort of breaking away from that where traditions are sort of getting cast away now even though we're like people still appreciate the traditions but the new generations that are coming through now they're not caring much for religions or anything that's based in the old traditional ways like you know because they've got the lgbtq whatever your abcds whatever you know all that sort of stuff coming out and you know it, yeah nothing against them but you know it's it, it's it's opening up a bigger world in that sense, you know, where they're not being so focused and controlled by our governments and religions in that sense, you know, they're being a lot more free. So basically what I'm trying to get at with this new generation that's coming out now, where they're, they're more open to the idea that aliens are out there. And hopefully these guys are the ones that are going to be sort of opening the pathways to go and introducing back the spiritual aspects of things in that sense where they're getting a better connection to the human abilities to be able to go and broaden themselves you know yeah um you like you mentioned before too like you know we, you were we're having to sort of i can't remember how you word it now but you mentioned like you know we've got to try and figure out that we're all entwined and all sorts of stuff with these races and stuff alien races and whatnot yeah the old but, um that old quantum entanglement thing i think is the word that everyone uses but i don't agree that that with what they call it you know what i mean I, I think it's right the principle is probably wrong it's it's just that it's observed right you know what i mean yeah. i think that yeah I, but, I don't think we get it yet no because like we can't even focus on ourselves to get our, ourselves right you know because there's still got racism and stuff like that we're not we're, we can't even accept ourselves to be you know all blooded and you know we're all the same you know there's nothing just because we're a different skin color we're different yeah. you know and that racism bullshit is still around this to this day we can't even accept our, our own human race let alone accepting another race from a different uh galaxy for all that matter well it's interesting you say you know just going sort of backpedal a little bit back to the the statement about the everyone's sort of busy with with things that uh consuming their lives or that they think is, you know, worthy of focus that they haven't got the, I guess, the in a way, the will to want to look outside the box to even acknowledge something that's abnormal because to them that's not relevant in their, <laughs> in in their, their immediate lives. Yeah. yeah. And, and uh, you know... I, I think the other thing is too. It, it's 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 sort of stepping back to that fact that also with the the other note you made about with the uh, I, I guess yeah, the the shamanic people that in the area that we know and you know and, or people that know someone that is have these uh, crazy what we would call freakish abilities it is that really these people are to me, are the evidence that are the evidence that we can all do this stuff. It, it just needs to be 
um, acknowledged or rather than uh, if someone was to say, look, I, you know, if you see someone remote, all these things, you know, remote viewing or something and they, and they draw this picture and it turns out to be the same thing that was happening. People will go, wow, that person's awesome. You know what I mean? Like there's mm. this, there's, there's this almost envious, wow, I wish I could do that. Yeah. But the truth is you can do it if you want to apply the methods that this person <laughs> learned or something about this person can do it. You need to try and work back engineer what it is yeah. and make it happen for you. But, but, but believe that you can do it still is the big key. I think is the belief in belief in any of it. it like, well, you know, it, it's not being open-minded. It's actual knowing. It, it's a. I think it's the. I think it's the true meaning of knowing. Of knowingness is you don't have to question the belief because you know. It's going to do or whatever's you, vision or whatever it is you're applying to try and do. Will happen the way you want it to happen. But patience is a virtue, and you need to <laughs> you need to understand that this will happen when it's meant to happen with your assistance. If yeah. you want it to happen, you know what I mean. Not not you will own this, and you'll make it happen when it has to happen because you owned it and you told it to. There's the the ego, the overrule again. Instead <laughs> of you know, yeah, it comes back to this methodology of human dog eat dog, but um. I think it's that that's where it's at. Like it's if people, I think I learned that sort of stuff from thinking about um, and reading a bit about the, what I believe to be the Tibetan culture and all of that sort of stuff with the monks over there and everything. So yeah, I learned, uh, well, read a lot about that side of things. And I found that that seemed to be the pinnacle of, whole lot really that sticks out to me about why they do and what and what they can achieve in their life is 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 already set out they've already done it but they're just waiting for the moment that it happens i think you know what i mean so there's this knowingness that they're doing it they just don't know when it's going to happen but it will happen and they will know that they did that when they do it. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's, um, yeah. So I, I think a lot of that is, yeah. So I think those people that can move stuff, you know, or all of these things, telekinesis and pyrokinesis, all of these things, uh, people want to write it off as magic because their mind can't deal with the fact that they've been told that by since a kid, that that stuff's just tricks, you yeah. know what I mean? And all of a sudden, hang on, there is a person that can do this stuff, but they they can't get over the fact that it has to be a trick because they've been ingrained with that when they were four, you know what oh, I mean? Right, yeah. And um, and, and then that that gets passed to the next generation. Look, you know, it's like um, it's like my, I guess my grandmother, my really my religious grandmother, yeah. Uh, who's in a nursing home having all of these so-called hallucinations about the man coming into the room at night, <laughs> you know, um, yeah. won't 
won't believe in ghosts because she's been asked, does she believe in ghosts? I don't believe in those stupid things. You know what I mean? It doesn't, it doesn't go with her yeah, the mental state. But, religion. but other persons would be sitting there going, wow, I, I think I've seen a ghost. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's, uh, yeah. See, that's, that's another part of like, the ignorance of, like, you know, again, like, the, you know, we've been so warped-minded into thinking, like, you know, things aren't real, you know, we've, our, that's just how we've been taught, basically, from school, like, well, uh, not from schools, but society, basically, you know, that's, everything is frowned upon when it, if it's not in our natural perception. Yeah, When it turns into the unnatural, you know, if you get classed and deemed as a crazy person, you should be shushed yeah. about that, and, you know, which is horrible. Like you were saying before, like, you know, people are sort of coming out now and whatnot, and they're like starting to be a bit more broad and speaking about it more now. And whether that's regards to, like, you know, people are starting to get a bit older and they're getting towards their deathbed where they're like, they don't care now. Um, honestly, that, like, that would play, probably play a bit of a factor. Yeah. Um, but again, you know, where we are sort of getting away from the stigma still attached to this whole topic. And that's why I love having people like yourself on the show who have had amazing experiences that, where they've, questioning their own reality basically because it's something that's just unnatural basically it's not perceived in our natural world so you know something like this is where it's amazing they haven't like self like I say someone on your sh- on the show and why i do this basically is to try and you know make people realize and understand this thing is real these things are real people are experiencing these things worldwide you know and that's the reality behind it you know i'm not here to try and talk bullshit or you know tell something that's not true you know I, i'm not about that i'm me personally i like i like facts you know I'm, i'll try and you know, like what i was discussing before you know be objective be critical and try and rule out every, every possibility but there are just a lot of things out there that cannot be explained you know and that's that's the stuff and like i'm sure okay, yeah. i'll try and teach people to like you know be perceptive on things but unless yep. you see something that is incredibly undeniably defying our own laws of human perception, basically, you know, you've generally seen something. And that's the idea. That's the whole idea. This, these things are out there. They're real. You don't need to believe because we bloody well know they are out there. So that's the thing, you know. Oh, it's 100%. Like, it, it's, uh, you know, to, to see things that, like, like I was saying about just appearing when, you have this feeling it's going to be there and it's just a light and then it disappears or, you know, it, even um, like some of the crazier, I guess, the stuff that just doesn't like, looks like a bird flapping in the sky and then it just disappears. You know, like, it's like, what the hell was that? Like, you know, yeah. there's, there's, so, there's so many different um just there's so many questions but i think we're we're really starting to see things before we're getting answers so we're going to get answers after we get revealed something that's a bit jaw-dropping and they sort of have to try and (laughs) backpedal another roswell you know what i mean but um, yeah hopefully not you know but look, honestly, um, I think that's where it's going to have to come to. Like, you know, we're going to, have to need another Roswell, but we're going to need actual living beings walk out of these things and go, "Hey, go on, you know, shake hands with everyone." Basically, <laughs> yeah, that's where it's yeah, going to come yeah. to because we're not. I, I feel like as um, the way we are at the moment, we're still 
battling between each other with different countries there. Like you like you know, you look at Russia and Ukraine, this they're, they're going at it. You know, we're we're nearly on the brink of war with China. I don't know what's happening there, but you know, things are sort of calmed down, I haven't really kept up with it, but yeah, I feel like that at some point there there is going to have to be like undoubtedly there's going to be like a, a World War Three at some point. Obviously, I hope I'm not there when it happens. But you know, yeah, it's just I don't I just the way it's sort of we're not achieving anything as a you know as a human race. And again, I feel like this is where we sort of like that's why we're not getting that sort of contact that we um are wanting. Like, well, at least people yeah. in this sort of um in this sort of genre. Are wanting yeah you know, we're wanting these guys to like whatever is out there what i don't know what they are ets whatever you want to call them whatever these beings are we want them to come and you know drop down the front doorsteps there and go g'day we actually do exist you know this is what we are this is who we are and that but again like because we're human we're so defensive on what we don't understand um we're still attacking each other across the bloody waters there you know it's there's no reason yeah. for them to come down. And there's obviously the world's still full of hatred in a sense, like where, we, where you're saying like, you know, oh. we need that love and we need that sort of positive vibrations to, and acceptance, you know, between everyone, basically to, yeah. before we even get a look in the looks of it. But that's how I'm sort of perceiving it anyway. Yeah, I agree. I, I, I feel that, you know, at the moment, a person still screams at a cockroach and says, kill it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Until we can... And I guess, you know, this comes back to that, you know. I I think people have got to stop killing things. Yeah. You know, like, they're, they're okay, well, there's, someone's going to be sitting on the other end of the line going, oh, right, I see you're a veggie. Well, no, I'm not. But I, I treat that differently. And I do feel that things should only be killed if there is a need or... And an urgent threat, you know. Yeah. So, so yeah, it's going from like self-defense to self-sustaining yourself, yeah. like food-wise. And That's if something right. like you know a um, you know a sympathetic sort of need to go, you know, like put it out of misery, basically. That, that, that's that, that's a fair call. Yeah, and, and I think maybe that's the next step. That maybe that's why these things look to so emaciated to people and. They don't need to. I don't know. I think there's going to be people that said, no, well, they do, and they drain blood out of cows and they do this and they do that. There's, yeah, there's obviously something going on weird with that stuff and how much of it's them and how much of it's a propaganda against them, I don't know. Mm. But um, at the same time, yeah, I think that, you know, if we can get past the, like, surely if we can do all these things consciously and that we're sitting here a minute ago to sort of going, yeah, you know, like we can do anything basically. Well, well, hang on, let's train ourselves to not need to kill things to eat. You know? Yeah. Yeah. If that's <laughs> possible. Let, uh, yeah. Let, let the moment everyone be going, Oh, come on. That's great. <laughs> Honestly, I'd miss food. I'd, I'd miss the taste and the flavors of food. Yeah. I love food too much. <laughs> Oh, to give it too. up, I think. <laughs> yeah, yeah, me too. I, I, I lived with a, an ex chef, so yeah, I'm, I'm big on food too. Yeah, no, that's good. That would have been awesome. All those different food, and oh, man, that would be mouth watering every night just about. <laughs> <laughs> only when she cooks, but only when she cooks. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, that's awesome. Um, so, I just want to quickly get back to your um, experience there where you've, um, yeah, and middleman there. Like, so you obviously you've done it 
the, uh, the perception of Min Min lights. Um, so you like, do you think yep. it could have possibly been a Min Min light, or do you think it could have actually been like a maybe like a I don't know if you've heard of the spiritual orbs or something like in that nature, or could you think it may yeah. be a craft of something? Look, I always felt. I don't know. I really don't know. I felt it was a craft. Um, but I also, I also feel that it was uh, conscious or just, you know what I mean? So I don't really know. I don't understand. I, I don't understand the feeling I got, you know what I mean? And how I could feel so awesome and, and these, all these feelings that just shouldn't, wouldn't, wouldn't trigger normally. Yeah. No, I wouldn't sit there and think idea. these things. Yeah. I just, uh, I would have wrote it off, but oh, yeah, it was just a, oh, whatever, you know, some farmer or something flying around, is it? You know what I mean? But yeah. It, 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 yeah, it did enough. It did enough to me. Yeah. Just, it triggered something emo emotion, emotionally, internally. Yeah. You know, like, I, it's, um, it's one of those, uh, yeah, I guess it's led to other things. You know, I've had dreams and stuff after this as well. I've had all sorts of experiences because of this that have left me going, wow, it was freaky, you know. But, um, yeah, you know, and but that 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 is a, another good one. I was just, a, I was sort of um, at one stage, I guess, wanting to, uh, see, see if there is someone around that does regression therapy, you know what I mean, that is trustworthy and I'm sort of I'm probably reaching out of the boundaries a little bit here at the moment. But... No, that's fine. Well, I've spoken plenty of times about um, regressional therapy and the hypnotherapy and whatnot. It's, um, people have used it and they sort of feel it's it's worked in a sense, but you've got to be very careful with it because the person mm. who's doing it has to be very careful in how they... Uh, introduce what you're they're trying to bring in in you like because if the moment they sort of start mm. um, you know they're the ones that are sort of telling you what's there or telling you what to do then it sort of ruins the whole therapy session because obviously it's introducing something into you that you're going oh well okay that's what's happening instead of you telling the story if that makes sense yeah 100% they, I, I, in, yeah I do get that As a, it's almost like a leading question that's it yeah uh, under hypnosis sort of thing but um, yeah I guess there's it's probably it's it's not there is questions about like I was saying about that thing going over the car um that I, like I was saying, it was like, I don't know. It was so strange that I don't know. It's almost like I feel like I dreamt it, but I know I didn't. You know what I mean? And um, and I've had a dream that I probably won't, I probably won't mention any info online to, but I could probably tell you about before I go and if we were able to find somebody that I could at least go, this is <laughs> this is what happened, and at least someone else knows that yeah backstory before any of that goes under the yeah. That's <laughs> right. Whatever you want to share, basically, that's fine. That's like, there's no drama. Yeah, 
No, it's, it's just more that there's there's just question marks and, you know, I don't think, I put it this way, I, I know that nothing untoward happened to me, but I don't even know that this really happened is what I'm sort of trying to get to yeah, because okay. it's there's something that's like, it's, it's a dream, but something says it, <laughs> yeah, it's, there's why did I have that dream or it just feels like it's too linked. There's too many other things that sort of happen. But anyway, that's the bottom line there is that, yeah, I would like to um, maybe visit that at some point with somebody. Yeah, it's right. Look, honestly, um, we can like do a segment after this if you want. Um, It'll be off the air there. won't go on on the air until you're like, you're happy with it. But we can um, obviously have a chat with about it and all that sort of stuff off the air. Yeah, man. Go from there basically. But yeah, that's all right. So, like, um, obviously, you had some other experiences after this sort of stuff you were mentioning there, like you had some strange things, if, if you're willing to share those ones there quickly, after these um, two initial main ones. Oh, look, I, I had a whole heap of stuff. That was um, that was when I started really following the Dr. Greer thing. Um, but, yeah, so there was a... There's a spot in Mackay not basically went to and and that's where I, I tried to put these things in the in into place and that's where I was sort of doing these mantras, I guess. And, and but I did thirty-two mantras and the reason I did thirty-two mantras was because there was thirty-two of these pylons and I just kept walking to the next one and doing this stuff, right? Anyway, no one around. No well. There was two people that turned up, but they <laughs> didn't come near me. But, um, yeah, so I got 12, around 12 to 14 occasions out of the 32 things would appear. So, yeah, that's that's what I can say. There was things appearing. There was things that were just basically a light that would just zip like, zip off but not like not like these ones you just yeah different to what i've seen with things just go you know but this thing is like stuff like that and then other things like um like i was saying like uh birds like a but in space you know what i mean like things that are like flapping around and sort of just appearing and disappearing and stuff like that but yeah, so basically that was the whole, uh, that, that's what I was doing up there is doing these mantras and just seeing what would come of it. And uh, that, and that's sort of, yeah, and that's what happened. So I did that a couple of times, but I've got to be honest, I was sort of um, getting quite accustomed to seeing things. So it sort of, it wasn't that I was losing the, the, it was losing the spark, but it was just, oh, yeah, cool. You know, there's yeah. another one. <laughs> You're going to see that if you do this. Yeah, cool. Yeah, it's, um, yeah, and and I guess that that's, that comes back to because I didn't have any doubt about that there's something else out there, you know. I think it's, that's, if I can't say it enough, I can't say it enough. It's just get rid of doubt. If you want to experience something and don't demand of it, 
and be willing to work with it and and maybe for it and you, and and it'll work with you and yeah. do what you want it to do it's um it just seems so simple but it's such a hard i guess a hard <laughs> hard thing to do yeah, it's definitely. like so trying to get out of and away from capitalism you know like a, it like you said a, there's an entrapment factor that really happens that you know I think by design, yeah, there was this thing that awesome thing that started and people could feel prosperity, but everything has a fine line before it goes too far and she's really gone too far. And, um, yeah, it's really taken, like you said, that focus away of what's important. Yeah, from People and, and their lives, you know. It's, uh, yeah. It's a shame. You know, it is. We've sort of come the hard way to get to what we wanted to get to. We've yeah. come the AI and the technology way instead of probably the the way that just says you can do that with your mind. You know what I mean? You didn't have to do this thing and go all this hard process and theories and it's it's easy. Just believe it to be and it'll it'll happen for you. Yeah. But look, honestly, with the, in regards to the technology side of things, I think uh, as horrible as it is, it's and as wonderful it is as well. I think in the near future, we'll probably find a balance between technology and spirituality. You know, like we'll have that sort of abilities and connections there at the same time. Where similar to how these beings are using it now, you know, they still have their spiritual connection, but they're using t- the technology to get around to where they need to get to. You know, they're, it's a it's not like a perfect balance and a bit of a harmony in that in that sense. Well, that's how it looks anyway. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. I'm just moving you over to put a plug in. I was just about lose you, lose you with battery power. Here. Sorry. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, I, that I, I think that's um, I really think it's the key, and the the technology, you know, the sound, the frequencies, of the, all of this sort of stuff that people, um. You know, 10 years ago to see levitation with magnetism was, and wow, that's yeah, magic. <laughs> a mind blowing thing for me, you know, and, and that, and that was one of the things that was like, yeah, this is, there's something to this, you know, <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's a bit ho-hum now, isn't it? You look yeah. at it, you sort of go, oh, well, you know, I think that's sort of the same thing with UFOs. You get accustomed to seeing things. It's. It's almost like if you watch too much third phase of moon, you become so accustomed and so sceptical. You're wanting to see good things, but a part of it makes you feel, well, you know, uh, is that CGI? A lot of it will be, um, you know, uh, I I think there's, yeah, a lot of people that are then trying to get out of their own boundaries of, what they can't accept, you know, due to due to technology again. Mm-hmm. Now it's opened these other doors, but now it's also created a, a dark side that artificial intelligence can make these pictures and make things, you know, like it's um yeah. Yeah. So, I, honestly I think for me, because like what I do is like I I'm a bit of a analyst and, you know, a bit of a yeah. I wouldn't say much of an investigator, but like, you know, I I get into this, you know, I do the podcast, I do a bit of analysts and help people trying to determine what something can be and obviously you've got all these different groups on facebook there and i've got my facebook there australian ufo sightings or Facebook group 
but all these other um, groups on there, like they just post absolute crap. And they're like, for me, it's probably damaged me a lot because um, I'm seeing so much crap on there. Yeah. And it gives so much discredit to the whole topic. And to me, it pisses me off like really badly. And I become so arrogant and probably ignorant to yeah. some of the things that are like, I, I, I still treat people with respect in that regard, but. To me personally, it, it just really grinds my gears because I'm trying to like, I'm trying to bring the the actual facts out so people can't question the reality of this. Yet people want to go and post stupid CGI crap on there and make stupid claims, you know, or they're putting up a an artifact or something like a camera illusion that's from a camera set, yeah. you know, and stuff like that. And I'm, again, I'm not, I'm not trying to discredit anyone that's like. A, you know, who feel that I've seen something genuine, but yeah, I guess for me, I'm probably too critical in that nature, and I'm I'm sort of being a bit harsh on myself now because I probably deserve it. But you know, it's, to me, it's just like the, I want the facts. I want people to be able to say, look, that is something genuine, and that's yeah. what, that's that's my passion. That's why I get a little bit aggravated with this sort of stuff because my passion is that I want to try and draw this whole thing out. I want the reality to be unquestionable when it comes to people's experiences there or their own you know their footage i want to be able to tell them that they got something amazing or incredible but how like 95 percent of the time it's not something that's that can be given any credibility because for one it could be shot at night time and cameras are horrible at night time and shooting a little light in the sky or yeah you know if they can manage to capture a night in the sky and it's moving around it's because the camera then is in their hand moving around and whatnot you know there's a lot of things to take into account and yeah, yeah. Like, again, look, I'm, I'm just, I'm really passionate in trying to bring, bring out the whole truth of what this is, so people can't question it. And, and yeah, I've, again, it's, it's damaged me, I suppose, in that sense there. And I'm, yeah, probably am arrogant <laughs> a little bit in a, in a few ways, but that's just me. And I just want the truth out there. I want it to be unquestionable. Yeah. No. Well, I think, um, I think a big part of. I agree with what you're saying. I I think the skepticism is healthy, but I also see that uh, some. You know, I, I think that we, you know, if if sometimes this beautiful thing or this experience might be just so simple. Like, you know, like the light might be just a simple light and it's like um, people are waiting for this, oh, one hell of an incredible uh, show of something, you know what I mean? Some, some, something that's zooming around the sky and basically, yeah, yeah sign rights in the sky, hi, we're here, you know, and, um, and, and does it, you know, with, in Egyptian, you know what I mean? It's yeah. Just, it's... Um, yeah, so the people are people are looking for that, and, and I understand that there's a lot to sift through. Like there is so much, like you said, there is so much counter what you would almost call counterintelligence included in the bullshit mm. that that there are people willing to try and play games and just upset the the gist of it, and I. And I I know that that's where a lot of people um, that look at this that haven't had an experience fall over with it because that's what 
that's where it breaks you. That's like if you haven't had a reason to keep going, I probably wouldn't have either. You know what I mean? Like I wouldn't have had this need to keep sorting through that to find something that gave me um, some sort of understanding or answer at least. But, yeah, and so I, I agree 100%. And, and it's such a such a huge money-making thing too, you know, and you end up, yeah, you end up looking at so many different people and trying to understand so many different people's experiences and then this person this bag and that person and that person's discrediting that person and it's yeah there's oh, a whole a world of, of drama everywhere. there is the yeah this there sure is you know and you know it, it, <clears throat> that's a, a, a sad side of it as well because like you sit there and wonder sometimes like well shouldn't you guys be past that like if yeah if if these are the people that we're you know, learning this, some of this stuff from you, you're falling in your own trap of ego. That's right. And yeah. like, this you is know. one, I think this is one of the topics where we should be all working together. And yeah, and like, talking on, going on Greer, um, like I haven't really looked much into him there, but like, you know, for what he is doing, like he is doing his part, but yeah. I sort of see like a, a lot of ego behind him as well. Like for one, like he is monetizing off of <clears throat> mensely, which is something I don't, agree with but like you know everyone to each their own because i don't feel like yeah. it, something like this should be charging people to go and monetize from it so I'm not, i don't agree with that to go yeah. and try and yeah. charge people to go and try and experience something they're not guaranteed you know that to me i don't feel that's fair but um because like but it, if he is trying to like you know <clears throat> he's he's doing the right thing by trying to like you know open this up to the world and like doing his part in that in that regard but he's not trying to get the evidence there to try and back up his claims. That's the, the part where I see he's failing on. Whereas, like, you know, have someone like Lou Elizondo who does have a, or claims he has a government background there. He's been in regards to that. You know, if you look, want to go look into the government aspect of things where American government's disclosing all their evidence and whatnot, well, not all of it, but, you know, they're, they're admitted yeah. to some of the stuff that's out there. But there's people that are trying to give the evidence there. So there is actually a credibility to these claims of what these military or other people are seeing in that regard whereas Greer he's so focused on his own I don't know what you call it like if he's trying to bring in a spiritual aspect to this thing or he's like you know trying to whatever he's trying to do he's trying to do it but he's not cooperating with the rest of the world to try and bring the truth out if that makes sense and that's where I feel like everyone should be working together who is passionate and trying to disclose this whole topic you know and bring the truth out that's where they should be all working together get off your high chairs get rid of the ego and trying to say that you're the ones who are right work together bring out the truth that these things are exist give us the actual evidence find the evidence to back up yeah. your claims yeah yeah I, I i totally agree with you and yeah you're 100 right with the the thoughts on him monetizing what he does, I I feel it, it may be a part of the complication I was sort of saying earlier about the expectation that then comes with that for people, mm. that they – if here's the thing. If people are paying the money with an expectation 
to receive a product in a form. You know what I mean? It's not a product. It's it. You don't. Um, I think you're in a way. If you were looking at the, it's a real tarnish on it because if you look at the money side of it, that's what I what comes with it. The egos, all of these things, but there's also the um, logistics of getting something set up and getting all of these places. So I can sort of see that to a point that someone has to help with the bill. Yeah, I don't agree that the bill should be that costly. That's um, like five grand a hit to go for a weekend. It's pretty hexy. Yeah. And, and, you know, it's, um, I think here's the weird, th weird thing too. There's, there's two things I know, I reckon I, I've picked up with, with human nature is that by him charging money, it gives him credibility of this guy actually has something because people want to see him so they're charging this money if he charged 20 cents everyone would think he's no good because he's not charging anyone any money yeah you know what i mean and, and there's that whole element there as well but <laughs> you got to find the 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 fine line like i i, I would i would have gone and seen him um a couple of years ago, whenever it was, he was out at Brizzy probably a few years ago now. But um, I just remember thinking five grand, man, like for the weekend. Yeah, it's, it's, look, this is us. To me, it was like, okay, well, I, it shouldn't be about me thinking like that either. I yeah. shouldn't be like, oh, that's going to cost me five grand <laughs> to, yeah. to experience this wholesome change in my life, so to speak. But it's, um, yeah, it sort of does leave you sort of going, mm, yeah, right, it's, what do you yeah. do? Like, well, unless you look, if you're going to be paying five grand, you, you really hope he is what he is. <laughs> you know, what, what he claims to be. You, you want to that, that, oh, man. And and you don't want to see him on a day when he's narky. Like he's uh, he yeah. can be <laughs> a, a rigid sort of dude. Um, I don't know. If, yeah, I just watched one of these. It was called Theories of Everything. There's a podcast out, and he was on it with this physicist recently. I don't know if anyone on here saw it, but holy smokes, Did he um, he got fired right up at the at the physicist for basically saying you know wanting to prove everything he was saying but he was trying to get into those deep physics questions and stuff like that that dr greer sort of didn't tiptoe past but tried to um run the conversation on what was going to how we were going to talk about it you know what yeah, i mean okay. and yeah so that that left me also feeling a bit strange after that one but uh all i can say is that Applied his principles in a nature of, I, I feel what the right message that he may have been trying to send. So I think I got yeah. the right thing out of it. But um, yeah, and and I think that on top of that, that Tibetan principle of knowingness to or belief, belief is knowingness. 
somehow. You know what I mean? Like there's yeah. this just no, no, no disbelief. No, there's no room for disbelief or, or yeah, or questioning that it's going to be the way it is. I think is the you put all of those together, and I think you got a pretty, um, pretty handy methodology of, of what spiritualism means and what you know, you know what a universal thing really is, or you know what the universe really is. You know, it's um, at the end of the eye of the beholder. We make it what it is, That's and it. we we shouldn't be sitting there just worrying about such trivial and non. Um, non-productive things in life, you know. Life's too short. We people are dying every day, and they're all living these little bubbled lives. I think there's so much more prosperity for everyone that, unfortunately, we may not see, um, unless we all, yeah, change our change our way of thinking on, and and hopefully it doesn't get to the point where that's declared for us through big change through something like a global collapse or financially or you know a world war that creates all of the above yeah yeah, yeah look, obviously this we sit back and wait i suppose that's all we can really do yeah um, you know these um hierarchies are in control of our lives basically whatever's gonna go is gonna happen so even though the rest of the yeah. world doesn't want it but these um hierarchies obviously want to do something to yeah again comes down to egos and whatnot, you know. <laughs> but, yeah, yeah. Uh, but before we finish up, though, I want to ask a quick question to you. Um, so basically, through your experiences there, what do you sort of feel these things are? Like, well, these beings, like, who are they? What are they? What are you sort of, from your perspective, how do you sort of uh, perceive them to be? I, th- I think, um, I think it's, I think it's, like I was sort of saying before, I think it's, um, I guess we would call it dimensions. Um, it's dimensional. Well, I think it's, I think it's, it's everything, but we, we see the fraction. We're missing what it is. You know what I mean? So it's, it's in the realm that I guess we can, um, we can vibrate and see that same thing you know you hear about that vibrational frequency or the resonance or you know all of these cliche terms that we use but i think that they're relevant in this case it's um everything is everywhere and i think that they are just entities or or beings or even just um i guess uh some sort of energy, uh, an intelligent energy, maybe. You know what I mean? Like that just sounds ridiculous. But uh, an encoded, an encoded, uh, an encoded patch of space that's got, you know, yeah, energy. So <clears throat> I think that's it. I think it's something along those lines. I think it's all of those. I think. Um, I don't think it's one-off. I, I think there are multitudes of different things, and I think people are seeing different things. I don't think they're all the same, but I, but again, that's sub-genreing everything. 
um, as a as a whole, I think it's as a whole, I think it's energy, it's consciousness, and it's physicality. It's all of those presences, and I think if you put the three together, you're hopefully going to cover those other dimensions that I'm not sure if it does or not. Yeah, no, that's that's fair enough too. Like, it's a, there's a whole different magnitude of different assumptions and opinions. You know, it's just whether it's the right answer is another thing. I, I was hoping. Can I ask what you think it is? Uh, honestly, it's. I've got different opinions here and there. Like I'm more probably perceived that uh, under the perception that it's more ultra terrestrial. I sort of feel like there's a ancient civilizations that's probably survived the cataclysm of the world. Like you know, the world's sort of gone through its own cleansings over time, and I sort of feel like uh, ancient civilizations that have had this sort of technology to survive through it. And I, I sort of feel like that's where the, the most of these beings are. But again, there's like people claiming that there's species of aliens come from different galaxies and coming in. Whether they're coming in directly from that galaxy or something, or they were able to trans to travel interdimensionally. Yeah. Uh, that's that's another thing. It's just the way they they can sort of travel around is the questioning thing. You know, it's a um yeah. Look, it's a tough one to be honest, and uh, I'm sort of more leaning towards. Uh, ultra terrestrial really like yeah they were bit here before us because like, i think that look, makes yeah sorry mate yeah because you look at um the technologies like we like, look at the um the pyramids for example and you got these different other sort of temples like the greek pillars and stuff like how can they have got these things built you know like, um with that technology that they have and i, I sort of feel like going from our historic records we don't have that technology to be able to build that sort of stuff they shouldn't have been able to build that stuff, but yet somehow they have. And whether these buildings have sort of survived the cataclysms and whatnot, you know, that's a question. Uh, yeah, one of those questions that remain unanswered because we just don't understand it. You know, they've got different ideas on how they could have done it, but it's, again, the ingenuity behind these things and how they've been able to build them is just, yeah, it's it's, a, it's mind-boggling. Yeah, yeah. I reckon you. I reckon you're onto it. It's certainly one of the things. I think it is. I think it's all of them. You know what I mean? I think, like I was sort of saying before, I think that is definitely one of them. You know what I mean? That that ultra, that ultra terrestrial approach is definitely got to be. There's room for that. Yeah, I, I totally agree. And then I also think that there's other things as well that may may confuse that fact. You know what I mean? Like may confuse that they might not even be aware of these other things. They're not aware of those. They may this, or they may be. You know, so there there may this be this whole conscious awareness of other non-terrestrial beings that they talk about our warring and doing these things and all these, you know, packs that we hear about and stuff. But I think uh, if, if nothing else out of the majority of the stuff I've sort of read that's on this topic, I think there's a high rate of truth to the majority of them. 
but, but minuscule truths. There's so much exaggeration around the actual truth bubble that, and that's the, you know, that's the grey area that people sort of um, get wished, washed out with sort of things. So when they hear of one particular scenario, it takes that whole, encumbers that whole thing and they hear the whole deal, not that they've missed the bit that was the truth bubble and they've just heard the generalised narrative. And, and And when you hear that generalised narrative first, before you have an understanding of that there's a possibility of something in there that could work, then then you start to think people like Nikola Tesla's a nut with his death ray and pe- and things like that. You know yeah. what I mean? That that's sort of the mentality that sort of I guess can lead you down. It, it's it's uh, counterintuitive, but at the same time, trying to get understanding can be counterintuitive because there has to be a a certain element of um disagreement to a point to get an answer sometimes yeah that's you right. Know? you can't just agree with every thought that you have there you know that's right and that's like, that's when you look back to the like the medieval days or even before that you know you question the religion you're gonna be executed for just for questioning it <laughs> and because you know you're your mind's being scientific or you're trying to, you know, come up with a new solution. They're like, you know, you look at um, Galileo when he was discovering these planets. I can't remember if he was executed by it, but, you know, he was saying that, you know, the we revolve around the sun. We don't, the sun doesn't revolve around us. We revolve around the sun and we're not the center of the galaxy or something, you know, at the time. And next, next thing you know, because he questioned that from, what everyone believed was the norm. They, uh, I can't remember if they executed. I can't remember the full story of him, but you know, yeah. but he was cast out for questioning it. You know, he was very yeah. partially cast out. Yeah, I can't remember if he was killed or locked up or what happened there. But yeah, something happened. Yeah, he, he definitely, he definitely paid the price. I know that. Um, yeah, and and it's it is true, and it, and it really is. It just comes down to the stigma of a society versus the understanding of one person you know yeah. what i mean like um people are people are easily convinced if yeah you know like it's um it's much easier it's much easier for the person to um go looking for ufos by having their artificial night camera set up on their roof on auto auto trigger when it spots something yeah then that person sitting there all night wanting to view that so that, that what i'm sort of where i'm going there i guess is that people want to um get to the point yeah we're getting you know, like that yeah instead of instead of going and actually um sitting there and Okay, this is this is the this is how we get to that point. They go right. Take all that garbage out. Just give me the just give me the punchline, <laughs> can you? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and and it's um it's a, such a shame because we've got all the information. Sometimes in most things now, it's given to us. Yeah, we've got the information. 
but <laughs> we just don't understand how to apply that information to do what we want to do with it. We just do what's being done with it. You know what I mean? We, yeah. We just don't. Yeah. So we, we, we settle for these things, which is just seems human, humankind. I either haven't got time to do it. Give me, give me the, give me the good bits. You know, I don't want to watch the five minute, <laughs> yeah, that's five right. minute show. Uh, just give me four Highlights. seconds on, on as a tweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's another thing when you look at this sort of generation too. Now, like we're becoming very lazy as well. Um, like as sort of like a, in regards to what I was saying earlier, like you know we're being a lot more open to different things in there, but we're also becoming very lazy. Whereas a lot of the old arts are dying, you know, we're becoming so reliant on technology that if that technology was to wipe out, we wouldn't know how to go back to, you know, create clothing with the, the you know, the looms and that stuff. Like, you know, people have no idea how to do it. Oh, even even down to growing vegetables. Yeah, even that. You know what I mean? Yeah, it, it, yeah, there's an it's... art between everything. And like, it's, it's just yeah. it's a dying concept that... We're becoming too reliant on the the older generations who are still producing that, and yeah. I think it's been it's even becoming a fact now. Like you know, farming is becoming a <laughs> dying a, a dying um trade or well, not trade, but you know a yeah. Uh, what do you want to call it? <laughs> you know, a life. <laughs> well, yeah, that's right. A fundamental part of life, in a way. Yeah. Um. You know, and and if and even like you were just sort of saying, but. The gardens that we have got now, a lot of these are just AI robots and, <laughs> yeah, you know, and, 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 and fully controlled and... systems. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, that's right. So it uh, won't be long before they'll do the lot for us anyway. It's, yeah. um, and and probably filter the sun to the right levels with the... That's right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> with the drones, with that secret spray. Oh, no, dear, yeah, dear. bring that on. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, look, mate, we've ended there, mate, because uh, um, yeah, we've yeah. punched over well over and truly over time now. But look, mate, um, it's absolutely awesome having you on here, mate. Thank you very much for sharing your experience and doing your part there to sort of help break the stigma and bring out the reality of everything that's out there. You know, these things are existing, these things are real, and you, you're definitely one of those people who have had something that's absolutely amazing and incredible, and you know, it still leaves you questioning to this day of what what a bloody hell is you know it's just one of those things that you think you're gonna have forever sitting there going oh, i can't even it's yeah <laughs> it's one of those things i eh? yeah it's definitely I, I feel it's um it's something that's definitely special and it's uh, very life-changing and, and and i know there's going to be other people out there that are going to know exactly what i'm meaning by saying that so yeah, no, thank you very much for having me on and thanks for all the people out there that are listening, that are understanding and would know that, you know, this sort of stuff is, uh, you do get ridicule for it, for talking about it and even even in this day and age and it is still a little bit funny me coming on and talking about this sort of stuff, especially some of the touchier stuff. But I, like I said, I would rather um, let people know that, you know, that, yeah, I'm approachable too, so if there is ever you know, anyone does feel they want to talk to me too, or they can reach out. Um, you can, yeah, PM me or whatever through Messenger or things like that as well. So, yeah, uh, thanks again for having me on and um, thanks for 
thanks for everyone's time and I know I've taken it up. So have <laughs> no a great worries. night. Yeah, no, look, if anyone wants to get in contact with you, I'll get them come hit me through the Facebook page there and um, yeah, I'll pass you through. So that's no worries at all. I can do that for you. Absolutely. So yeah, mate, no, thank you very much, it. mate. Thank you very much for coming on again, mate. It's um, wonderful having you on and um, yeah. talk to you soon. Bye. Cheers, mate. Good job. Thanks, mate. And that will do it, folks, for this episode of Encounters Down Under. I hope you enjoyed the show. And remember, you can also get involved in the show by joining the Facebook page and getting in on the live streams. Also, please be sure to share with your friends and family to help us grow and potentially find our next guest on the show. If you or you know someone who has had an encounter, please get in touch with me through our Facebook page via Messenger or email at AustralianUFOSightings at Outlook.com.au. I look forward to seeing you on the next Encounter Down Under. Hooroo! Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.